And now, news and issues important to you from across the trucking world. It's Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. Hey drivers, welcome to the first hour. Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking News. Thanks for being out there, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls. Let me give you the phone number to call into the program. It is 888-876-2336-8888. Road Dog all across the planet, ladies and gentlemen. That'll get you in the front door. And I certainly hope you will join us here at the program. We are broadcasting live from Matt's The Mid-America Truck Show in Louisville. Man, what a beautiful setup. We're in the Pan-Pacific booth, and we really hope you come on by and say hello to us. We've got a lot of great things that are lined up for you during the next two hours here on the program. I, I want to jump right into it, man. I don't want to waste any time and get right to the conversation. Tim Ashoff is with me, and uh, he is the boss, ladies and gentlemen, in Crete and also Shaper Trucking, and Craig Daniels is with me as well. And uh, both of these gentlemen are here to talk about some industry issues and uh, things that are going on out there. And Craig, I want to welcome you, sir. Good afternoon. Thank you, sir. It is good to see you. Appreciate you joining us on the show. And Tim, good to see you. Always great to be on the show. Absolutely. It's great to see you guys. And uh, Tim, I'll tell you, you know, great excitement in the air at uh, Mid-America. What are you hearing from folks? Well, it, it's, it's, it's a real buzz out there. It seems like there's a lot of activity, a lot of excitement. I think it's, uh, I, you know, I've been coming here for a few years. You, you uh, have too. Yep. Uh, and it's, it really feels like the industry feels like we're coming out of that doldrums we've been in for many years. And it seems like you can kind of feel that buzz out on the floor. There just seems to be a lot of activity and, and more, uh, uh, you know, less just kicking the towers and more uh, talking about truly, uh, hey, is there some real opportunities here? You know, what, what can we do on, on some projects or some equipment or otherwise? So. Absolutely. And what are you hearing, sir? What are you hearing from folks? I mean, are you uh, getting a sense that, uh, man, things are looking pretty good in, in the trucking industry, feeling pretty good about the industry? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, I... I I like to spend time in our terminals yeah. as well as the truck stops. And everybody pretty much agrees that, you know, as far as Schaefer goes, uh, our miles are definitely coming up this year compared to last year. Uh, things are running real good for us. And uh, uh, overall, everybody is uh, really happy where we're at. You know, and that's, uh, I think, a really, really great thing to point out, Tim, that, uh, you know, the economy's picking back up. You know, and I think that's really key here because, you know, there's more freight to be moved. Uh, some of the ATA's numbers, uh, the recent uh, freight numbers indicated that things are looking up. And, uh, you know, the trucking industry is starting to make a nice rebound, if you will, from some of the doldrums from last year. What are you seeing from your vantage point? Yeah, that's absolutely right, particularly for the time of year. You know, this year is we, you know, the, the, the holiday season is always the busiest for everybody. Uh, and then January, February can have a slowdown. But this year we saw... And on the Creek Carrier side, we're seeing you know, weekly 3 to 5% increase in miles through January and February. That's continued in March. On the Schaefer side, we saw even better, 6 and 7% increase in miles year over year uh, per truck, per driver. So we really have seen that uh, uptick in a time where you generally see a slowdown. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that means you know, things will continue to be strong. And as we hit the spring now, uh, you know, the weather gets nicer, spring merchandise moves. When people get out there, they feel good about the economy, and the, the consumers will spend, and it'll be a great time for trucking. You know, I think what's also a lot of fun is talking to the great drivers that are out there. And, uh, you know, Craig, I know you had the opportunity to have a special guest on board. Right. Uh, let's talk about that a bit. That was a lot of fun. Who'd you have on board? Tell folks. I had uh, Rooster from the Dave Demo show. He uh -huh. rode with me. Uh, I picked him up in uh, Ocean Springs, and uh, we rode from Ocean Springs up to uh, the terminal in Marietta. Okay. Unloaded and reloaded there at uh, a customer in Mars in uh, Kennesaw. And uh, had a great trip, you know. Uh, 
he enjoyed it. Absolutely. You know, sure. I, I think both of us would like to do a little bit longer of a trip. Right. You know, right. at least a week or so. Uh, but I'll tell you what, though, what a great opportunity to see what you guys do. Right. right. I'll, right. Bet, I'll bet he had a lot of questions for you. Yeah, he did. You know, he had he had a lot of questions for me. And, of course, you know, I had to pick his brain, too. Absolutely. You know, uh, <laughs> but we had a great time talking, got to know him personally, and he got to know me personally. Uh, you know, a little 70 inch sleeper, you get to be pretty friendly with people in a <laughs> yeah. short amount of time. You know, and I think what's really great about that is getting that feedback. And, Tim, I know you've done ride alongs as well uh, with members of your fleet. I mean, you visited shippers and you've talked to the drivers out there. That's a great one on one connection, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, as, as Craig kind of mentioned, to really get to know what experiences that the drivers have, have there out there on the road is that you have to participate. And uh, I, you know, appreciate members of the Sirius XM teams doing that. Um, so you can really know and understand your audience. Absolutely. And we certainly need to know and understand our drivers. And, and because, you know, as we've talked about, this industry really is, you know, we're looking out at a lot of shiny trucks and trailers and component parts and stuff. But who I really like to, to, to see at these shows are the people. Yeah, absolutely. And those, that's where the great stories really are. Absolutely. That, and you've come up with a great idea uh, showcasing the drivers. I mean, there's a series of videos that have gone up on a brand new website today, as a matter of fact. Uh, where these are unscripted testimonials about what uh, drivers are feeling. Talk yeah, about those. Absolutely. So, you know, over the years, and particularly it seemed like in the last month, I get out and I see a lot of drivers uh, either at our terminals, at events like this, or at uh, our, our uh, even at our office there in Lincoln. Yeah, and our, uh, go down and have lunch with drivers all the time. And about four weeks ago, um, I was talking to one of our really long-term drivers, 20-year plus, and, and got to hear part of his life story. He was a immigrant from Norway and happened to be on the uh, US Olymp or the, the Norwegian Olympic team back in 1972 and just a fabulous story sure, sure. Um, and and you know at the same time uh, just like this morning I was uh, down at uh, a dedicated <laughs> fleet we have up in Buckner Kentucky got to talking to one of our drivers there and it was a great story there too he had he had been an educator and, and wasn't making enough uh, money he felt to support his family so went into trucking oh for heaven's sake and well, certainly gave well. him a better life there sure. but he also saw the benefits of trucking he happens to have an eight-year-old autistic son he was from georgia mm -hmm. but right here in in louisville they have a great educational center for autistic children mm -hmm. so he needed to move here and with trucking he could do that so he moved with us from georgia to kentucky and and uh, was able to uh um, you know, get a get a job right here and, and then be with his family. And that's the great thing, you know, I said about trucking. It's it's a great industry to get into, uh, and there's just so many great people in it that we wanted to capture that. So after, you know, the, just realizing that, you know, we were hearing a lot of great stories and, and getting to know the people that are out there, we wanted to figure out what well, we always say, well, we should write a book, and then we never do. Right, you know? right. <laughs> so we said, with technology today, how could we do this? And so we came up with this mycretestory.com. And what it is, is is for our Crete drivers to go out there. And, you know, with phones right now, you can do your story and yeah. self-video in like life. three or four or five minutes. And yeah. so that's the goal is to get our drivers to share their story and post it out there on mycretestory.com. Uh, and then we have one for Schaefer that's going to go live here, too. It's uh, myschaeferstory.com. And then for our Hunt Flatbed group, we're going to have myhuntflatbedstory.com. And it's just an area we want to create a community for our drivers so we can really get to know each other. You know, and I think what's really a lot of fun about that, Craig, it's uh, that the messaging is from the heart. Isn't it? Right. You know, and, and talk about family. I mean, because, you know, when you look at it from connecting the importance of getting out there on the road, making sure the job gets done, being safe and things like that, you know, eventually the ultimate goal is to get back home safe to the family, it's all about the family at the heart of this. Right, world. and you know, I came, I came to uh, 
driving from a road building industry. Right. Uh, and safety in road building is just absolute paramount. And when we're in a traffic control situation and we're working on the side of the road or we've got to close down the lane, it's always the primary purpose is for everybody to go home at the end of the night. And, and then when you turn around and look at this, the statistics of driving and how many accidents mm-hmm. are out there, mm-hmm. and we're doing, it's, it's not really considered a dangerous job, mm-hmm. but when you look at the overall statistics of crash statistics of everybody, it, statistically it is a dangerous job. Mm-hmm. And it's most important to, for us to do what we need to do to go from point A to point B, uh, sometimes C and D, mm-hmm. and and then turn around and then go home at at the end of our shift. Whether it's a a, a weekend, uh, a one week, or like me, I usually stay out a month or so, and then I go home at the end of that time. Well, and and see t- Tim right there. Those are stories that really the company can embrace, right? I mean, you've got dedicated folks that want to get the job done. They want to do it safely. They've got family. They've got other things that are going on as well. And this is where the company steps in and says, okay, we respect you. We want to make sure you are able to get home. You're able to do the things that you want to do. It's forming that communication bond, that teamwork approach with those, say, in the front office and those behind the wheel. Absolutely. And and, and it is about that relationship. And we're all uh, understanding we're all on the same team. But we all have our own unique life situations, all our own unique stories that we need to understand. Mm-hmm. And if we understand each other, we can work much better together. And so it's a way for us to do that. And at the same note, we've asked uh, office folks, our, our, our technicians out in our shops, too, to, to share, too. They can go out and put their video on there. So, so the drivers get a chance to understand the rest of us and, and what, where we come from and where our backgrounds are and how we've kind of meshed together. And, you know, what's interesting is, you know, the, as we've talked before in the industry, there you know used to be a lot of well, my dad drove, so I'm going to drive. Yeah, right. But there's sure, a lot of sure. people from uh, in the industry now that didn't start out that way, and it's so you know most of us probably never thought that well, boy, when I grow up, I'm going to be in trucking. Yeah, so it's <laughs> great to hear the story as to why people got into trucking and then how much they love it. And, and it's something that you're going to keep doing for many many years, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. I've had opportunity to go back, but it. It no, doesn't no excite way. me right now. You know, I mean, <laughs> right. the stress level right now sure. is way lower than it used to be. Hey, you you know, know, let me ask you, Tim, about speaking of the stress level. That uh, you know, we've got a new administration in Washington, and uh, there's a lot of anticipation on the part of many in the industry. I mean, from shippers to trucking uh, to energy. I mean, I've heard from so many different folks that they're hoping for change, positive change. You know, we've been on a regulatory freight train, if you will. Uh, for the last several years. Uh, is there optimism in the industry, trucking industry, that you know we're going to slow down the, the regulatory machine uh, that we have seen from, say, the past eight years? What, are you, what is your sense on that? I think there is, and I think we've seen that in slowing it down. I think yeah. you know, right with, with some of the things that the, the president has done already, just to mm-hmm. kind of put, a, put the brakes on the amount of new regulations that, that are out there. Um, but I think more importantly is that we t- now take a step back and take a look at regulations from a practical way. Yeah. Yeah. There are some very good reasons for regulations, and the industry does you know, sure. know that and understand that. Safety obviously being one of those, but how do we practically balance um, you know, safety with 
you know, Craig and others being able to drive out there on the yeah. road in an in a, you know, effective and efficient manner for themselves. So uh, I think this administration is one that's going to be open to those discussions and, uh, and want to understand what's a practical solution. So I think we can get to the same end goal that everybody wants. Right. But if we work together and look at the practical solutions, um, I think that's where we need to go from a regulatory standpoint. And from the practical side as well, I mean, the regulations have got to make sense financially. Uh, because I've, I've heard a lot of criticism that a lot of the rules that have been rolled out really don't take into consideration the end result or the end user out there from the expense of operating a vehicle, companies' operational expenses, and things like that. Is that going to fall into that into that parallel you're describing? I, I think so, and I think the way it will happen is by you know having industry more uh, involved at the beginning and having true yeah. dialogue. I mean, it, it wasn't that we haven't tried to be involved, or even that the Regulators haven't invited us, but I think a lot of times we were maybe uh, talking at each other versus working with each sure, other. And sure. I think that's more of a sense of let's let's work with each other, and we want to do that. There's a, in fact, you know, just today you've you've probably read there's a, a group of uh, industry um, yes. representatives at the White House. Yes. Probably I think right as we we're speaking they're, uh, they're right now, now uh, right. Uh, that they're Breaking meeting news. out there right now, and and you know. The president had invited them to come and, and talk about infrastructure. Right. Um, and our CEO, Tom Ostergaard, is actually part of that group, and he's there right now. Uh, but the president also being very practical says, you know, we, we need to do a lot of things with infrastructure, but we need to do a lot of things to make the whole country great again, as we all know. And that means we have to have, you know, solutions in a lot of different areas, and healthcare is a big one of those. Mm -hmm. And so he actually asked this group to come in and be prepared to talk about healthcare and what is it practically doing for our companies and more importantly for our employees and their families, because that's ultimately who it impacts. And so, uh, you know, it was good that he, knowing that, you know, we wanted to talk about infrastructure, it's great, but he then invited us to talk to him about other things that can help the whole country. So and, and do you think this will also open up further dialogue? I mean, the meeting's being held today, and in fact, I'm going to be speaking with somebody from the American Trucking Association in about 10 minutes. They're going to be calling us from the White House. Sure. Uh, so we'll get that on board. But do you think this is going to be the beginning of a continual dialogue, in other words, an open exchange, more meetings, more understanding about what the industry is? Well, about? we certainly hope so. Okay. And, and again, as I mentioned before, I think we've had meetings as an industry with regulators in the past. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, how do we, what do we get out of the meetings? And I think this is, these are going to be some, you know, much more fruitful discussions. I think, you know, we have to listen to each other. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I absolutely. think maybe that's what I think we're seeing is that, that they, they want to listen. And we, we need to listen, too, and then we need to work on practical solutions. Well, and, and, and let me ask you this, Craig. I mean, from your standpoint, I mean, ultimately, you see the end result of all the regulations that are, that are coming down, being crafted, constructed, and things like that. What messaging would you bring to lawmakers? I mean, to change the industry, make it safer. What would you like to see from the driver's perspective? Well, uh, from the driver's perspective, obviously, you know, besides just using a little common sense, but for me, because I, I personally used to deal with EPA and OSHA and MSHA and Department of Labor, and I've dealt with so many regulations over my time yeah. as a superintendent in road building. This little bunch of F FMCSA that we deal with is a cakewalk, okay? If you just back up and look at yourself as an observer, mm -hmm. concentrate on what you need to do, mm -hmm. okay? Um, like e-logs, okay? The e-logs do nothing more than make it simpler for you to uh, accomplish what you were doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, because, you know, I stop for fuel, I hit a button, I put in fuel, I, I go off duty, I go to my sleeper berth. Uh, it's 
the days of having to sit down with a calculator and figure out my right. 70 hours, my uh, 70 hours usefulness, uh, what I can work with, what I have for the day, sure. and everything else. Uh, that would confuse the daylight. <laughs> exactly. And, and now, it you really know, would. With, the, with the Qualcomm that we have that's yeah. running the OmniTrack software, you know, you could just punch up your status and punch up your yeah. your 70-hour clock and your 11, your 14. Everything's right there. Why do you think so many folks say, man, no way? Well, Why do you it, think that is? It's the same reason they don't want aluminum bats in baseball. Okay. okay. It, people just resist change for whatever okay. reason. Okay. Okay. You know, yeah. I mean, they have their own personal reasons for doing it. Sure. Uh, they just haven't tried it. And uh, personally, I ran paper before when I was with other companies and when I worked at Crepe before. I ran paper, and they put me on electronic, and I, you know. Did you dig your heels in at first? I, I, you know, I did, but, you know, it's, it's, it's what the company wants. Okay. 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 So I, sure. I did it, and then, I mean, within, literally within a few days, I'm like, man, I'm loving this. <laughs> you know? And, and once you learn the system, and sure. if you know the rules, right. you know the 11, you know the 14, and you know the 70, and you know where you can save time. Right, right. Uh, it makes and, it easier. And you it? keep the door closed, and you keep rolling. Yeah. You yeah. know, because like the 30-minute break, I drive for five hours, I stop, do my 30-minute break, get something to eat, go to the bathroom, and then I drive for five or six more and, hours. And you get it. You get the rules. I mean, do you think you think it's a question or a case of maybe uh, we need to have more information available to the drivers to help them, you know, to be able to adapt to these rules. Is there enough information out there with the rules? I, I think there is for the people that want to find it. You know, it, it's there. Uh, Excellent point. From, from being in the Army and then being doing other things, you know, following rules is not something I'm unfamiliar with, mm -hmm. you know. So uh, it's just a matter of... Knowing what the real rules are, right. you know, uh, like a lot of people like to use the safe haven rules. Safe haven only exists if you have hazmat. Right. It doesn't exist. You can't use that else. every day. Right. Yeah. But you do have other rules like inclement weather and adverse yes. conditions. Right. Right. You know. Uh, I, I, so there are rules you can use to kind of work your way around. I got a break here for just a few minutes. I'm coming up on traffic and weather, uh, but a great conversation, guys. And uh, again, if you're just now joining me on the program, uh, Tim Ashoff is here, and uh, he is the boss at Crete and Schaefer Trucking, and Craig Daniels on, is also here with me as well. And uh, we're talking about a series of uh, new videos that uh, they are putting up that are testimonials from the heart. And I uh, hope you get an opportunity to maybe check it out. Uh, I've got some more for Tim and for Craig. But first, I'll let me update what's going on with traffic and weather this minute right here on Sirius XM. This is Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. All right, guys. Hey, welcome back to the program. And again, I'm broadcasting live from the Mid-America Trucking Show in the beautiful city of Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. How do you pronounce it? I, I Louisville. Mean, I've, I've said, <laughs> okay, I've heard it all different ways. <laughs> but the, the important thing is you're here. And that's, uh, that's what's really great. Hope you get a chance to come up by, ladies and gentlemen, like Meredith and Chris were saying a few minutes ago. We're going to be back here again uh, at uh, starting at... Uh, let's see, 11 o'clock Eastern, uh, and uh, we'll be here throughout the day. So I hope you get a chance to come on by. Uh, Craig Daniels with me, and uh, he is a driver uh, for Crete and Schaefer, and also Tim Ashoff is here as well, and he's the boss of everybody, which is really good. Uh, it's good to see you guys. I really appreciate you doing this. And, uh, you know, I think the important part of all of this is that, you know, we talk a lot about what's going on in Washington 
and all of the uh, regulation that folks have got to follow. But Tim, at the heart of it, it's the drivers, isn't it? Absolutely, and and like I said before, that's that's what I enjoy the most about the industry. You know, I got into the industry 15 years ago. Next month, it'll be my 15th anniversary at Crete, and Crete got me into the trucking industry. And you know, I think, as I kind of mentioned earlier on the show, you don't think about, well, I'm going to go graduate high school, and like for me, <laughs> sure. I went to college, and I said, well, I'm going to go to college because I want to go work for a trucking company. Brian. That wasn't kind of the yeah. the norm. It's wasn't much, the plan. It wasn't the plan, but. You know, I, I got into here, I think I tried out, and, and again, it's just uh, getting to know so many great people across the country and hearing about their experiences and, and dealing with so many different aspects of our, even our own economy, if you yeah. think about it. From our, I get the pleasure of not seeing not only our drivers, but our customers. And to, to um, visit them, visit their facilities, see how they make things work to make America work, and the challenges they face. They're not much different than, than any of yeah. us. Um, so it's been a great experience. and. And uh, trucking's been good to me, so I really appreciate it. And, Craig, you're in it for the long term, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You couldn't picture yourself doing anything else? No, not right now. I mean, you know, my dream job was uh, to fly uh, fire bombers. Oh, wow. Um, wow. But, that's uh, cool. That's cool. But that's, I'm, I'm well past that now. <laughs> All right. You got that out of your system. Yeah, got it. Uh, what would you like to see for trucking for the future? What, what would be a wish list for you? What would be top of your list? Safety, obviously, is number one, but uh, your dream for the trucking industry going forward, what would it be? I, I really don't have a clue because right now, I, I, you know, I'm good where I'm at. Okay. Uh, you know. Uh, More the, technology to make creature comforts a little bit better. Yeah, uh, but there again, the technology level where I'm at right now, with, you know, with the Rand McNally's and the, you know, and the, uh, it's just uh, with the Bluetooth devices and everything that we have. It's to me right now. It's at a point where there's a lot of people that want more, yeah, but don't know what they want. Okay, mm-hmm. and then there's other people that don't want what we have. You know, uh, and, and I'm a little bit on that side of the fence too. Where you know, to me, there's there's nothing better than you know uh, having a computer-free engine to do whatever I want it to do. But I, on the same side, I realize that, you know, with EPA, it has to be done. And it's not just the EPA and regulatory part of it. It's just common sense. We don't need to be blowing coal everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, we just need to use some common sense. Um, you know, uh, technology as far as, you know, where the trucks are going and everything, uh, aerodynamics, I would like to... You know, I would like to see maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, fuel mileage because w- with the Cascadia that that uh, that he gave me to drive, uh, mm-hmm. that I like to refer to as my Ferrari, you know, uh, <laughs> they, uh, you know, because price wise, the man pays me to drive a Ferrari every day, sure, you know, sure. just pulling a trailer. Um, That's great. But <laughs> That's great. You know, I'm grateful for that. Uh, if I were to own my own truck, I would believe I would probably do the same thing. Yeah. You know, it might yeah. be a few little creature comforts here and there, TVs, satellite radios, which we talked about before. Yeah, um, but you're happy. You're yeah, happy. I'm yeah. good. That's what uh, You know, I'm content. Yeah. You know. And uh, that, that's what counts, Tim, right? I mean, at right. the end of the day, I mean, at the heart and soul of it is the drivers and, uh, man, providing them what they need 
makes all the difference in the world. Guys, i got to wrap it up. And, uh, man, I really appreciate you joining us on the program uh, to talk about industry things and what's going on at Creed Schaefer. Craig Daniels uh, is with me here, and uh, Tim Ashup, of course, with uh, Crete and Schaefer websites on the, where drivers can find the videos. Sure. If you go to uh, mycretestory.com or myschaeferstory.com, that's where we're going to just, as I said, just launch those sites this morning. So yeah. they're, they're, they're still a little bit uh, taking shape, but go put your story out there. We'd love to hear it. Outstanding. Guys, thank you so much. I appreciate the time. Ladies and gentlemen, Craig Daniels and Tim Ashoff with Crete and Schaefer. Let's give them a nice round of applause, if you will. Thank you guys for coming on by. Appreciate it. Good to see you.